Hey guys, welcome to Just a Girl in True Crime. I am your host, Heaven, and today we are going to be doing the story of Gypsy Rose and Dee Dee Blanchard in a part one. Now, most of you have probably heard of Gypsy Rose in the Dee Dee Blanchard case, and I'm going to give you my opinions on it at the end, but the first part is we are just going to get background of everything that has happened up until the murder. So, we're just going to jump into it. So, Gypsy was born July 27, 1991 in Golden Meadow, Louisiana. Her father was Rob Blanchard and her mother was Claudine Blanchard, but people really referred to her as Dee Dee. Her parents had divorced even before Gypsy was born, leaving her mother to basically care and raise for her as her own. Now, I do know her father was in her life for a short period of time, but I couldn't find much on that. But little did everybody know what Dee Dee actually was doing behind closed doors as Gypsy got older. So, when Gypsy was a baby, Dee Dee basically claimed that her daughter had sleep apnea. And then things only got aggressively worse from there. By the now we're gonna like jump around on ages because there was not much on like her from being little until she was eight. So we're gonna jump until she was eight years old. So by the time she was eight years old, she said her daughter was suffering from leukemia, muscular dystrophy, and she required a wheelchair and a feeding tube and that right there just really seems so tragic to be as an eight-year-old and getting a feeding tube in you because you can't eat food like normal and everything um medical problems that Dee Dee also said Gypsy had were um, seizures, asthma, hearing, and vision impairments. Since Dee Dee said Gypsy had all of these diseases, she was prescribed a crazy, crazy ton of medications and had to sleep with a breathing machine on at night. Um, it is also known that Gypsy went through multiple surgeries throughout her life. So some of the procedures that she had to get done were um, on her eyes, and basically, if you've seen the Hulu, if you've seen the act on Hulu, like um, she had to like wear them big Coke bottle glasses back in the old time, and I guess that actually like. I don't know if that was to help her eyesight, but I'm pretty sure it would have made her worse on the eyesight. She also had her salivatory, salivatory glands removed. And since she was on all of this medication, her teeth ended up rotting and she had to basically get them extracted. That just sounds painful. But... The real truth, in reality, Gypsy was fine. She didn't have leukemia. 
she could walk and she didn't need a feeding tube and I'm guessing she didn't have like the seizures or epilepsy or asthma so it only makes you think of why a mother would make up all these stories that her daughter had these symptoms or diseases and she never really did so when Dee Dee said Gypsy had leukemia um she would shave her head because she would tell Gypsy you know it's just gonna fall out anyway so we might as well just shave it and everything like that so then you don't have to be sad I guess from um you don't have to be sad when your hair falls out and you don't have to cry. We can just keep it shaved and keep up on it and it'll be okay. But experts did believe that Dee Dee was suffering a mental illness. And it was called Munchausen Syndrome by proxy. It is also called... Um, factuous disorder that is imposed on another like person and that is what basically made her fabricate her daughter's ill health in order to receive attention and sympathy for taking care of a sick child because if you have a mom come up to you and be like you know I don't work because my daughter has all of these problems with her health and everything. Um, and I have to take care of her 24-7. I am the only person that knows the symptoms, that knows what she needs. And I have to be there for her. So people are going to look at her and be like, you know what? Like, yeah, like you're doing a lot um, and everything. And we're just going to raise you for that because I could not imagine how hard that was and that's probably what people were thinking that wow she's doing all of this stuff for her daughter and it must just be so so hard um Dee Dee was very good at charming people and just made everybody to believe that she was some devoted mother who loved her child and will do anything for her I love my two boys to death absolutely there is nothing I wouldn't do in the I wouldn't do anything for them but going far as them being sick and like making up things when they're not sick that is just wrong to me and everything because you're not letting them potentially live their life to the fullest and everything and you have to make your life so like sad where people could just feel for you and I just I just don't like it and boy did she have people fooled by this cared and devoted mother act she put on for everybody um she was not was she did have some nurse training and everything so when like doctors would say like 
this, this, or this, or Gypsy had symptoms, she'd be like, oh yeah, like I know what that is because I did some nurse training and I know about the symptoms, what they are, and everything. And the caregivers were like, yeah, we just did what she wanted because she she knew what she was doing and they they normally went along with it. But, um, there were some medical tests that often did show inconclusive results regarding Gypsy's, like, diagnoses, like, things just weren't adding up. And, you know, even though Dee Dee had, um, all this, like, knowledge of some medical things, Doctors were, like, saying, yeah, but we can't find anything wrong with the test. Like, she's not having the muscular dystrophy, the seizures or epilepsy. Like, she just doesn't have them and we can't, we can't find any tests to prove that she does have them. So, as soon as doctors would approach Dee Dee with that... Dee Dee would immediately stop going to them because I feel like she knew in her heart, like, oh my god, they're on to me and I need to keep up the charade and I can't let anybody catch on to me. So they just stopped going to them doctors whenever um, they started to basically ask questions. Um, sometimes when they went, Dee Dee would give Gypsy medicine to basically mimic the, mimic the conditions that she had to make it look real like she did have them and everything like that. Um, Dee Dee made everybody seem that she also was a charming and devoted, charming and devoted to her own daughter but she really wasn't because you know like people say well there's two sides of every story you might see this one picture like online but you don't know how it is behind closed doors really stuff like that um and i think gypsy since her being so young young and vulner vulnerable that she didn't know any better and everything like that and she really genuinely believed her mom because as a child you wouldn't want to think well why is my mom lying to me why would she lie that I had all of this stuff and everything who am I to question her because she's my mom my mom wouldn't lie to me so gypsy thought obviously um by the time gypsy was basically old enough to talk Dee Dee did instruct her to you know sit instructed her and said you know don't volunteer any information during her appointments I'm guessing so she wouldn't be like oh yeah I can walk or no I haven't had a seizure or anything like and my hair grows so I don't I think Dee Dee that was also part of covering her tracks like if she put kept like putting this information into um gypsy's mind it she would believe it you know and they say like if a person 
tells a lie so many times it actually will become truth and then that person will actually believe that is actually the truth and that her daughter was actually sick when she really wasn't. So when they went to the appointments, you know, Dee Dee was basically relaying all of Gypsy's fake medical history and like that so there was no problems and she wouldn't have to like try to figure out how to cover it up. She even went to um, Rob, which was Gypsy's father, and told and told him that their daughter had. I'm. I apologize. I might pronounce this wrong. Chromomostromal. Yeah, that sounds wrong. And I apologize. Disorder that eventually like led up to all these um health issues that gypsy had and you know when rob heard about all this stuff he was like wow he like complimented Dee Dee basically for all of her devoted care that they that she was giving their daughter because she was with her 24 7 now we are still in where gypsy was born so we are still in louisiana and um that's i'm guessing where Dee Dee's like mom and stuff like her family basically lived there and i'm guessing um Dee, Dee would like bring gypsy over so she could see her family but just like the doctors when um Dee Dee's family noticed that she didn't need a wheelchair or they asked questions you know Dee Dee didn't know what to say or or something like that or she'd be like well she does need it like I have the paperwork um Dee Dee did what every parent would do and that was just pick up her child and move away from her family without saying anything else and whatnot now Didi also claimed to be a uh, victim of Hurricane Katrina so her and Gypsy could receive assistance to relocate from Louisiana to Missouri in 2005 and you know when they lived when they moved to Missouri Didi still brought Gypsy to her appointments and everything like that and you know get, probably gave him the same spiel and everything like she has muscular dystrophy seizures epilepsy asthma and the list goes on and on and they were like okay like yeah so i'm guessing like the doctors you know asked like oh well if she had all of these um health issues you know where is her paperwork just so we can like validate and um just check to make sure it matches what you have she um actually had an excuse so i guess when she said she was in hurricane katrina and the storm hit that she basically lost all of the paperwork on gypsy that had all of her diagnosis um and even when Gypsy was a teenager, you know, you think it would have stopped, like, at a certain age, but it didn't, and she would still continue faking her daughter's illness 
um, and everything, and she would just be like, well, she has all of that, and just still go off of it. Yikes, that is just crazy, and I, I just can't believe it. I couldn't believe when I was researching, I've heard about it, and I really wanted to dig more into the case and find out as much as I could find. So we're going to jump from 2005 to 2008. In 2008, Gypsy and Dee Dee had finally moved in what I call their forever home in Springfield, Missouri. And it was built um, by Habitat for Humanity. And it was um, painted in all pink. It had a wheelchair ramp for Gypsy so she could wheel herself up and down and everything and wouldn't have to basically worrying about stairs or her mom, I guess, carrying her on the stairs. They really wanted to hook them up because a lot of people heard about them and they did feel sorry like as normal people would and be like, wow, like she's doing everything for her daughter. This has to be hard. And they just lost their house from what Dee Dee said, so they decided to build them one with everything that they needed. Um, they also received benefits that included charity sponsors, visits to concerts, and to Disney World. All of this as well, while Dee Dee was just blatantly telling these lies that Gypsy had all of these health issues when she really didn't. Um, and you know, you would think at a, at a point where Dee Dee would just feel bad and be like, I just can't keep up this charade anymore. Gypsy's getting older. You would think that I can't keep this a secret forever because what if Gypsy just speaks up and tells, basically. But no. The whole time, Dee Dee continued to bask in the attention and received stuff for being a devoted caregiver, I guess, to the community. Um, when Gypsy was 14 years old, though, she saw a neurologist in Missouri where they lived. And it was believed that Gypsy was a victim of Munchausen syndrome by proxy, but the doctor didn't ever report it to authorities. And I don't know the person's name because it did not give the person's name. Um, but he did say in later inner like in a later interview of why he didn't go forward and report to authorities. He basically said that there just wasn't enough evidence to move forward or take the kind of action because I guess they needed so much to prove that, yeah, this this is what's happening and it's not right, but he just didn't have that proof, so nothing happened. But we're going to go a year forward into 2009, and an anonymous report was made to authorities stating that D.D., um, accounts of Gypsy's alignments had no medical basis. 
So unfortunately, that led to two caseworkers visiting their home in Springfield, Missouri. But somehow, I don't know how she did it. I don't know. I can't answer it or anything. Um, she basically told the caseworkers, oh, she is fine. There is nothing wrong with my daughter, Gypsy. She's okay. And, you know, they probably were looking like, yeah, this, th and it goes back to the devoted mother. Yeah, she takes care of her daughter. Like, she does all of this stuff for her daughter, and she looks healthy, and she looks fine. Nothing's wrong. Well, she just seemed to have everybody fooled. Now, Dee Dee, I was going to mention this earlier, but I wanted to hold off and put it all together as one. Um, Dee Dee actually was lying about her age, I'm guessing, to doctors at first. And then when Gypsy got older, um, you know, she knew she was born, I'm guessing, like, 1991. And she'd be like, oh, look, Mom, that's when I was born. And she was like, no, you were born in 1993. And she was like, huh? No. So if that wasn't enough, she even faked, um faked or like altered the dates on gypsy's birth certificate to like show be like no you were born in 1993 you weren't born in 1991 that's crazy um but gypsy was actually coming was becoming harder to control for dd like she just was like i'm not doing this like i think she started to catch on and she was like no like this isn't right um um, that basically wraps up part one of the stuff, like, some of the background that Gypsy had, or not, I won't even say had, that she didn't have, that Didi just portrayed that she had and everything. So in part two, which probably will be out Sunday, because it's Saturday morning here at like two o'clock in the morning. Um, we're going to get into the events leading up to the killing. Who killed who? Who killed who? Um, and stuff like that and everything. And then that'll be the end of Gypsy Rose and Dee Dee Blanchard. So thank you all so, so much for tuning into Just a Girl and True Crime. And I hope you share this with your friends. And I hope you stay tuned for the next part of Dee Dee, Dee Dee Blanchard and Gypsy Rose.